Good morning, friends. It's Grania Tyndall here, Numbers for Success, with another Numbers for Success podcast on all things soul. Well, friends, today is February the 28th, 2024, and I'm going to be talking about um, the energies that are happening right now, plus tomorrow being a very special day, the 29th day of February, once in every four years, and a very brief overview of March of 2024. I will obviously be coming on every week uh, as need be, and if not more need be to talk about the energies astrologically and numerology wise. I, As I always say, friends, I never claim to be an astrologer. I'm not. I just have an interest. But I have been a numerologist for over 27 years, helping people to uncover and discover their true soul purpose, because the soul is the real you. The soul is the part of you that is infinite, that is life force, that is energy, and that your soul has decided to incarnate on the earth at this incredible time of change, of revolution and evolution. So with that in mind, I just wanted to step back one day to yesterday, (laughs) February the 27th. And uh, I think it was a fairly powerful day for a lot of us. Um, Mars and Jupiter, uh, Mars, the god of war, Jupiter, the the planet of expansion, uh, collided together. So there was a real battle for power. And this was very much around taking back control of our lives and balancing Mars boldness with Jupiter's expansive potential um, could have caused a clash of the Titan, shall we say. And I think a lot of us, uh, particularly since, um, you know, we went into the sign of Pisces there on the 19th, 18th, 19th of February, it has been very much a time of, uh, I feel duality and because when you think of the sign of Pisces it's the sign of two fish but one's going in one direction the other's going in the other direction so they're they're flowing in different directions so that's really going to be very symbolic when we head into March uh, which I will talk about in a moment it's also the energy of the wood dragon and we spoke of that which is about you know turbulence through turbulence comes transformation and there's a lot going to be going on um, in the month of March. But before we get to that, let's look at what's going on right now. Now, currently, today, the 28th of February, we have a very rare uh, conjunction of the sun with Mercury and uh, also with Saturn. Um, It's conjunct in Pisces. And basically what that means is... um, Mercury is always to do with Hermes, it's to do with the the god of communication and expression. And we're still in a period where all the planets are going forward. They're not retrograde, they're not like they're going backwards, shall we say. So it is forward flow and yet it's still quite an intense time. So with all of those rare, well, that rare conjunction, which really doesn't happen very awful, often awful, do you hear that? Freud and slip. we also have it, it. It's very much around an overwhelmingness around the desire for boundaries, structure. Jupiter then expands everything. Jupiter, uh, you know, makes sure that everything is it's overreactive, uh, triggers, and I can certainly say this has happened in my own life, uh, personal life, where situations have been revealed to me by by just being present, and uh, and it's like the veil being lifted people, situations, events, which 
perhaps have been shown to us for lifetimes uh, and certainly in this lifetime and even you know situations old belief systems the veil has been lifted truths are being revealed the bigger picture and because we're in this plutonic aquarian frequency and energy it's just like electric currents going right through us right through every uh societally societally and also um individually and collectively and you know it was good old einstein who talked about this time of being like a quantum entanglement and that's the conjunction he was relating to because neptune the god of the sea rules pisces and What's happening is, which is very curious around this time, um, Neptune will square, uh, in Pisces, will square the galactical centre, which is the Milky Way. And that will continue until 2025. And this Neptune aspect to the galactical centre last happened between 1858 to 1860. And that was the time of the greatest solar flare that ever uh, hit the earth. It was a time, it was called the Carrington effect. And around that time, it caused the most incredible, the Aurora Borealis was in the sky, obviously in the earth. And it said that the whole sky lit up and in the middle of the night because of the solar flare, which was the greatest, the biggest solar flare ever to um, affect earth. And at the time, telegram poles had just been telegram uh, abilities had just been sorted out under the sea so between the US and Europe and so the day the night that the whole thing the sky lit up apparently the birds started singing Um, they thought it was daytime then it was the next day that there was a huge um, uh, electrical uh, challenges around the telegram so all that communication piece uh, blew up so what is suggested here is that this is going to be happening, you know, between now and 2025. The possibility, because it's the same conjunction of uh, Neptune uh, aspecting to the galactical centre. And that was also the time in 1860. I thought this was curious because I like looking at patterns. Um, Abraham Lincoln was elected to be president of the United States, apparently, in 1860. I hope I got that right. So... I thought that was curious, especially what's going on at the moment in the United States and all the different changes. We can also see that uh, I've been talking about the royal family for decades and particularly what's going on right now where um, there's a lot of people, um, certainly the royal family seems to be in a crisis. I've spoken of it before, But I feel that's going to be very prominent over the next couple of days. That's something else. Everything has been exacerbated. Everything has been highlighted. And the royal family are just a family like you and I have. It just means that they're on the world stage. So they're representative, if you will, whether you like them or not, of what families go through, the turmoil, you know, illnesses, divorces, deaths, whatever it is. So it's it's going to be very, very curious. So... With that solar flare that happened in 1860, actually, um, it it did have a huge effect on communications for quite some time. So, again, just fast forwarding to to, to 2024 to 25, there's a strong chance we might see 
cyber uh, attacks and uh, you know computers and systems um, perhaps breaking down and that could happen sooner than later now tomorrow is a very interesting day February 29th and uh, I'm not going to go too deep into this I could with numbers but as a numerologist I'm very excited so 29 it always adds to an 11 and uh, 11 is about heightened awareness and uh the, the two is about the choices and decisions we make in life. The nine is about the endings of old ways and situations and events. Could be an interesting day tomorrow. And I'm recording this on the 28th. So it takes 365 and a quarter days uh, for uh, the Earth to orbit the sun. And so there's been calendars, you know, produced for thousands and thousands of years. And the ancient ones had their own types of calendars and sundials and so forth. But it was way back, I thought this was curious, when the Gregorian calendar was first created uh, and the uh, the leap year was added because basically in 1582, just before the Gregorian calendar was put into place, the um, the powers that be realised that the um, seasons weren't in sync with the sun. And the earth wasn't in sync. So they decided, right, we have to do something about it. So people in Italy, Portugal, Spain, places like that, um, they went to sleep on October the 4th, but they woke up on October the 15th. (laughs) So between October the 5th and 14th, all those days were uh, erased from the calendar. So they didn't exist. So I thought that was curious. So then they decided, right, we have to do something here. So the Gregorian calendar then added a leap year every four years. Now, only when the year is divisible by four. So there are no leap years. There was no leap years at the turn of the century that can't be divided by 400. I know. Think about that one. So the year 2000, um, it did happen because 400 can go into 2000. But it didn't happen in the year 1900 and it won't happen in the year 2100 because 400 can't be divided into it there you go so this is about trying to stay in alignment it just means there won't be a leap year so when you think of this this is all about time space continuum and definitely tomorrow uh, 29 if you're born on the 29th of February it can be a tricky day to be born because there's that sense of confusion of your identity because normally I would imagine people celebrate perhaps on the 28th or the 1st depending on the time of their birth so it's meant to be a it's a very uh, auspicious day actually to be born and um, because 29 is always to do with uh, heightened awareness and uh, sensitivity and you know, really trying to transcend the earthly and worldly experiences. But for me, what I find very curious um, is that February 29th is a doorway. I very much believe into, um, you know, for time traveling. And because when you think of it, it only happens once every four years. And the ancient ones, the ancient civilizations knew of this time traveling day. And it was a portal, a, a gateway to strengthen the ability to be able to travel through time and space, time, space, continuum, my new favourite world word. So certainly for me as a child, I used to love Star Trek and uh, the original version. And when Captain Kirk and Spock would um, 
asked to be beamed up, Scotty. Oh, Lord. And I very much believe the ancient civilizations, they would have worshipped the sun. It was the god to them, Ra, you know, Lua here in Ireland, uh, in, in this part of the world. But civilizations left. Like when you look at the Mayan civilization, they just disappeared. So I very much, this is just my belief. I believe that on some level, they knew and understood the frequencies of the earth and they understood the time-space continuum. I've said it again. And also the portals of energy that we actually can, we can um, engage with. So this tomorrow, the 29th day of the 2nd, is a, there's going to be a download of angelic codes. So try and get out into nature. Try and connect with... Um, the earth in whatever way you can and when we look at the number 29022024 it adds to the number 21 which adds to a three so this day is about the ability to manifest it really is about alternative timelines and I know I sound like I'm speaking a different language but I really believe there's a lot more we as humans as souls in human form can access so if you've seen the film, I've mentioned it before, Sliding Doors. If you haven't, I really would recommend it. It was made about 1998, thereabouts. It's brilliant and it shows you that in the space of a moment, you can be living an alternative life and timeline. And I believe we have that ability right now. You know, when we look at the world stage right now, we look at what's going on around the world and we have access to it, like within the touch of a button. It can be daunting, you know, it really can. And as the old world is collapsing, the old ways that no longer work. So here we are. So we have a choice, 29, to decide what it is what we want to experience. Even though what's going on around us is is present, we have the ability to choose our own timeline. So it's a day of miracles tomorrow. It's a miracle day. And especially with Piscean energy going on, that can sort of cloud our judgment because it's bound, boundless. So the, Pisces has no boundary, really. But with Saturn there, it does help to create a strong foundation and a boundary. And that's very important. Um, and I, I very much believe, you know, with with the sun in Pisces as well at 29 degrees, at, sorry, 29 day of the month, it it can be very much about as above so below the heightened awareness we also i again i know i have a lot to say today uh i feel as well it's something to look at if you have uh, an ability to contact or to connect with your your chart uh astrological chart and see do you have the atlantis asteroid in your chart i found this very interesting some people have the Atlantis asteroid. I was almost going to say steroid, but it takes about 33 years. 33 is one of the major master numbers in numerology. It's about heightened awareness and the Christ consciousness, which is basically about love. So it takes about 33 years to go around your full chart. So three and a half months in each sign or thereabouts. And um, it's a dynamic energy. And when you have that in your chart, a lot of people tend to remember Atlantean times. Uh, they may be connected to the oceans. You might like to swim. You may have an absolute uh, sacredness of water uh, connection, energy healer, the ability to work with crystals, the ability to to literally understand what someone's thinking. 
and feeling. Um, and again, I could have a whole podcast on that. If you're interested, let me know because I love talking about Atlantis. But basically, the reason I'm bringing it up is that it takes about 12,000 years, again, 12, to experience a shift in human consciousness. And the earth changes, obviously, in that. So how we choose will create our own timeline. And as I've said already, especially around the 29th day. And Atlantis was basically the fall of Atlantis very simply was that power and ego took over. And the leaders who were in charge of this utopian experience and experiment um, got greedy. And basically the polarisation got too intense and it collapsed. So it sounds a bit similar, doesn't it, to what's going on today? So this is an opportunity Again, in this case, I think AI could be the trickier part because it's to do with the Aquarian age. So it could be the misuse of power through AI. Again, all to be seen. So maybe check that out. Again, I'm not an astrologer, but, you know, check it out yourselves. You could do go online or go to a very good astrologer if you want to in Ireland or wherever you're based in the world, of course. So let's just have a quick look. Just This is just an overview for March Uh, March of 2024, March is the number three month in the calendar. Uh, Energetically, though, uh, in numerology, we add the three to the year, which is 2024, which adds to an eight. So we have an 11 energy, which is not surprising because this is going to be some month. March and April are probably the most important years, months, pardon me, of 2024. So with an 11 vibration, you can expect heightened activity. As above, so below. As within, so without. Eleven is duality. And again, it's back to those fish. So it's in Pisces until about the 19th of March. Um, The first important day to look at is March 3rd, 3-3. And that's a big energy portal day. Again, I'll be talking about this in in deeper ways uh, as I go through the weeks of March. So that's when these are important dates to maybe put into your diary. Then we've March 10th, which is the new moon in Pisces. That is going to be a whopper um, because it's again what we have believed to be true is now being presented. So it could be uh, uh, an interesting day. And then March 11 uh, is always an important day astrologically as well and energetically. But the, probably the, the next two dates are hugely important. March 19th to about the 21st. There, it's the start of Aries on March 19th. It's the spring equinox and the astrological new year all in one day. And 19 is a karmic death number. It's very much about individuality and um, an initiation point. And it's very clear. And then, of course, March 25th begins eclipse season. So we have a full a full moon lunar eclipse. Holy God. And, you know, in the sign of Libra. So Libra is always about the scales of justice. So, again, we could be seeing people, states, of states, countries, <laughs> um, leaders, um, people we've put on pedestals things being exposed again I'll be in, I'll be on every week just to give further details so ultimately March itself will be a very heightened um, fast moving um, energetic changing 
evolving revolutionary time. Now we're not we're we're not in Aquarius we're still in the age of Aquarius, but we've come out of Aquarian season. We're in Piscean. So certainly the the energy I feel will be it's that duality piece. So we're going to be seeing extremes of everything. Both happiness and maybe challenges. So the more you can go with the flow, the more you have a very strong boundary though. Don't become boundaryless. Is there such a word? Because that's what Piscean can season can present. So stand in the earth, figure out where, you know, what are your ambitions, your drives, your your what you want to bring to the earth. Remember, you are a soul in human form. So you know, it's about connecting with the higher states of consciousness, connecting with your tribes, finding your people, but finding your own connection to source. That's your opportunity at this time. If I can help you in your life to figure out what your sole purpose is, please feel free to contact me to have a session and to talk it out with me. And uh, thank you for every, each and every one of you for continuing to share these these podcasts it gives me such joy to see people from all over the world listening so be safe uh, be strong stand in your own power keep earthed and remember this is a sacred time to be alive and so it is <laughs>